Hey, everybody. Hopefully, you all got a chance to listen to our trade deadline show. And if not, you know what to do. All right, come on. Now, it's time for our week 21 streaming strategy show. I'm also going to talk about the top ads and drippy drops over the last 24 hours. Let us get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Welcome in. Thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you for spending your time with me. I really appreciate it. Seriously, uh, I, I just, I still, sometimes I, I just can't even believe people are listening to me talk about fantasy hockey. It's, it's really awesome. I get super stoked about this stuff. So just really appreciate all of you and, and thanks for spending your time. It's, it's awesome. So yeah. Uh, hi, I am Blake Creamer. I am the host of Fantasy NHL Today, a sports ethos presentation. And you can follow me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE and also get your biscuits over to sportsethos.com. They get all the fantasy stuff you want. All right. Crazy stuff. Crazy fantasy stuff that you're going to love. All right. We got hockey. We got football. Uh, that's not happening anymore, but they have some good football stuff and some good football pods too, actually. Um, right now, uh, the big thing over at sportsethos.com is the baseball stuff, the MLB stuff. We've got uh, uh, some amazing writers, some amazing fantasy contributors there. Uh, we've got a draft guide that's on sale right now, $9.99. You can purchase that without a subscription, anything else. Um, yeah, just get in there, get to biz if you want to win some leagues, all right? Hey, we got Matt Suey, all right? Uh, I don't know anything about baseball. I know who Matt Suey is. I actually don't even know his first name. All right, that's, that's whatever. I'm kind of, let's, let's move on from that. Anyways, and disc golf, come on. They, they got disc golf over there and a disc golf podcast. This man's a straight beast. All right, there you go. Um, so anyways, check out sportsethos.com. Yeah. And we're just going to get into it. I hope again, hopefully, uh, you listened to the trade deadline show. Um, we had Nate from apples and Geno's on there. It was a great time. It was a bit of a beefer episode. We were talking for 90 minutes, you know, uh, that that's, that's getting a little bit long, but you know, it was just, there's so many trades and we, we were just, we were just getting into it. So yeah, uh, appreciate it. If you listened uh, all the way through there, that's excellent. Today's going to be a lot shorter. No NHL news today. I just want to get straight into the streaming show, the streaming strategies. I also want to talk about the top waiver wire ads and drops. So uh, let's just get right into it. It's week 21. What the hell are we doing in here? All right. So let's go through the schedule. All right. For this week, there are 16 teams with four games. I will mention them. The Anaheim Ducks, Calgary Flames, Chicago Blackhawks, Winnipeg Jets, Minnesota Wild, Nashville Predators, the Ottawa Senators, Arizona Coyotes, Buffalo Sabres, Carolina Hurricanes, New Jersey Devils, Pittsburgh Penguins, San Jose Sharks, St. Louis Blues, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Vegas Golden Knights. Woo! The, the, those teams all have four games, so you can already tell this is going to be a big week. All right, next up, the, the teams with three games. There are 14 teams with three games. I might as well go through those as well. What, what the hell? Detroit Red Wings, Vancouver Canucks, Boston Bruins, Dallas, Edmonton, Florida, L.A., New York Rangers, Washington, Colorado, Montreal, New York Islanders, Philadelphia Flyers, and the Seattle Kraken. All right, and then there are only two teams with only two games. That's uh, CBJ, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and Canada's team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, only two games uh, this week for those teams. So how does the week spread out? Let's look at that right now. All right, on Monday, we've got six games. On Tuesday, there's 10 games. So that's a busy Tuesday, right? Um, And just as a recap, um, I look at days with 10 games or more as a busy night, right? Those are going to be hard days to stream a player in. So just keep that in mind. 10 games on Tuesday, only three games on Wednesday, 11 games on Thursday. So heavy again there, only two games on Friday. And on Saturday, that's your beefcake. 15 big games on Saturday, really going to be tough to stream in there. And then on Sunday, we've got eight games. So that's busy enough, but we, we should be able to get players in there. So what does this all mean? Um, Before we get into that, we need to talk about some back-to-backs as well. Those are things I like to bring your attention to because usually you can use them sort of, you know, with strategy. But when you have a week that's sort of played out like this where there's two really light nights um, with the 
Wednesday with the three games and then the Friday with the two. Yeah, it, it becomes really challenging because, the you, you know, it, you can't take advantage of the back-to-backs because one end of the back-to-back is connected to a, a pretty heavy night. So you won't even get that player in. So it's kind of useless, right? So back-to-backs, we need to know the teams that have them because maybe you have deep rosters, you know, maybe you have a lot of roster spots, a lot of utility spots. I'm in one league, actually one league out of 10, but one league where it just, I never have a problem with streaming because it was an insanely deep league uh, and they put a ton of roster spots in there, the, the commish on that. So thank you, buddy. Yeah, I can just stream my brains out and, and I love it, but uh, that's not really the norm, right? Usually you have one utility spot or two utility spots max, usually two centers, two right wings, two left wings, all that. So it's going to be tough, these back-to-backs. So, but anyways, let's, let's just quickly go over those. There are three teams this week with a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. And those teams are the Calgary Flames, the Buffalo Sabres, and the San Jose Sharks. All right, so they all play Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. And again, Tuesday is that uh, 10-game night. There are two teams with a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. And that's Anaheim and Minnesota. Again, that Wednesday becomes a bit more valuable, right? Because of of how low the games are there. Um, This week, there are zero teams with a Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. So that kind of puts a cap on some of the strategy that we could use, you know, with our, with our streaming here. So that, that kind of sucks. And lastly, this isn't a back to back, but it's really important. Um, there are two teams with Friday, Sunday, uh, games, and that's going to be really key because there's only two, right? Every other team, uh, you know, doesn't play on the Saturday or they do play on the Saturday, right? But, or doesn't play a game or they do play on the Saturday. So it's really important that, uh, you know, we'll talk about it, but Anaheim and Calgary are going to be really important teams, especially at the end of the week, right? If we want to get games played in, um, I should mention this as well, um, the Buffalo Sabres and the San Jose Sharks, they do play three games in the first four nights at the beginning of the week. So again, if you can get a player in on that Tuesday, then you can take advantage of, you know, one move equaling three games in four nights. That's pretty good, right? But again, you have to be able to make it work with the Tuesday. So that's, again, that's Buffalo, San Jose at the beginning of the week. Um, Sorry, and it's not even just one night. Two of those are on heavy nights. So if you're looking at Buffalo and San Jose, let's take a look. So Buffalo, they play Monday, Tuesday, right? So Monday's good, but Tuesday's that 10 night. And then they play on Thursday, which is the 11 night. So can you get them in on Tuesday and Thursday with 10 games and 11 games? You know, you got to, it doesn't make sense to pick them up if you can't, in my opinion. All right. Um, And San Jose's the same way there. All right, and no teams play a Sunday-Monday back-to-back, so we can't take advantage of that either. That's something I usually like to try and do uh, is use one of my last moves on the Sunday, get a player in, and then they automatically get the Monday game. So it's like getting a game for free, right? So we can't do that this week, unfortunately. And, and before we get into, you know, schedule stuff and strategy, again, um, I talked about this um, last week in our half-week streaming and some of the other things here, but... You need to think about where you are in your league, okay? Uh, Because there are different strategies that we need to employ, you know, depending on where we are. So if we're, you know, well ahead in our league or we're we're comfortably in the playoffs, um, there's a different strategy you're going to employ there. So if, if that's your case, you're most likely just tinkering, right? You're tinkering, you're bringing players in that have good schedules for your particular playoffs, okay? Um, so that's what I've been advising a lot of people on Twitter to do, you know, and I always ask questions like, where are you in your league? Like, are you, when are your playoffs? Are you good to go? Can you potentially take an L in a week? You know, just to make sure that you have these players locked up for the playoffs. That to me is really important, right? But what we're going to talk about in today's streaming show is not that. We're going to talk about, you know, some people who are fighting for a playoff spot, right? If, if you need to win this week coming up, those are the strategies we're going to try and give you today, okay? So, uh, or, you know, if you're fighting for a playoff spot or you're already in the playoffs, like, you, you need to win the week, right? Otherwise, you're done. So... We're going to treat this week with some urgency. I'm going to give you the best streamers to win this week, okay? But just keep that in mind. These streamers for this week might not be the best streamers for your playoffs, right? And I always advise, if you can, think ahead, right? Think ahead to your playoffs. We're so close, right? Most fantasy league playoffs start week 22 to 24 um, in most of the leagues that I'm in. So that's, that's the week after this one, right? So if we can get past this week, you know, uh, or, t- you know, maybe we take a loss in this week. Like, does it matter if you're in third or fourth or second or third? I mean, it could potentially if you have a buy, you know, if you're first or second, but I don't know, those are all 
questions that you're going to have to ask yourself and see what works for you, right? And definitely feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. I've been, uh, you know, I'll just give you some personalized information. Um, I'll probably ask you for your roster. Um, you, you know, you can DM me. Uh, and we do, I, f- I forgot to mention, we have a Discord. Fantasy NHL Today has a Discord, all right? It is a, we're having a super time in there. There's, uh, you know, I, I said this on the trade deadline show with Nate. It's in its infancy. You know, we're, we're just, we got one channel and we're just talking hockey, but that's, that's an advantage for you. Like, I will analyze your team personally and give you, you know, suggestions and, and help you there, right? So that's what's available. So get into the Discord. The, the link is in the description. Please, come on. Please. All right. Just do it. Okay, cool. So now that we've put that out of the way, let's talk about who has the best schedule this week. There are four teams this week who we're going to be looking at who I think have the best schedule. It is Anaheim Ducks, the Calgary Flames, Chicago Blackhawks, and the Winnipeg Jets, all right? And they all play four games this week, and they all have three off nights. Okay, so as we mentioned, those off nights are really key, especially those really light ones like the Wednesday and Friday. That's, th- those are slim pickings, right? Those players are going to be gone quick. So I think we need to get a jump on that, and that's why these teams are really important, all right? So what I'd like to do for these, I will go through each team, and I'll give you who I think are the best streamers, and then you know I'll throw in one or two Cats Leagues kind of you know peripheral guys that we might want to look at, okay? Starting with Anaheim. All right, so... Uh, best streamers for Anaheim. First thing I got to mention, Troy Terry. All right. He's 56% rostered on Yahoo. That makes no sense. Troy Terry um, at times can be a, a high level uh, underlying stats, you know, advanced stats producer. Um, and he's been a, he's been a, uh, an actual producer on the ice as well. So since he's come back, he's played five games, five points in five games, including four goals. Awesome deployment. He's top line, top power play on Anaheim. He's 56% rostered. If he's out there right now, Troy Terry is a priority ad for this week, okay? So go get yourself some TT and tell him Blake sent you, all right? Troy Terry, go at him, do it now, okay? Um, and yeah, it seems like this week, or this season, Anaheim has had these really great streaming weeks. So I feel like I've talked about these players a lot before, so and it feels nice and comfortable. Cam Fowler, yeah. Um, you need a defenseman. Like, it, the, the runway has been cleared. He was already getting the minutes before Klingberg was traded out of here at the trade deadline. Now, th- there's literally no one else. Like, he, he might play 30 minutes a night. I don't even know. But, you know, he's, his deployment is solid. Um, you know, he's on top power play. He shoots okay. One thing about Cam Fowler, he, it, it's like he goes out of his way not to hit people. 14 hits on the season for a defenseman. What in the actual F? I mean, you know, it, it's like he's going into the corner with guys and he's just going like, ah, yeah, you go ahead. You, you take that puck. I'll just, I'll get it off you later. Um, you know, that, that's Cam Fowler's philosophy. And, uh, you know, I ain't hating it. So whatever. But uh, Cam Fowler, 15% rostered. I think you can pick him up. Mason McTavish, again. Um, yeah, I think it's a great stream for this week. Mason McTavish is centering the, the line with Troy Terry. And he's also on the top power play. So... Yeah, makes sense. Get Mason McTavish. They're going to give him, uh, you know, a definite look here. He, he's played well this season. They're going to give him all the run he wants, I think, moving forward to the end of the season because they have nothing else to sort of play for. So, um, and not to mention, McTavish has five points in his last uh, three games. So, things are, I, I think it's a nice pickup. I also like Frank Vitrano. Good afternoon. Hello, Frank's Pickle Barrelis. Ryan Strom as well is getting top power play. So, those, those are your Anaheim streamers. I think if you want a beefer, you want some perifs. You're looking at Simon Benoit. He's going to get you hits and blocks at a ridiculous rate. And he's getting good deployment too, 20 minutes and up a night. Um, one thing about the Anaheim streamers, plus minus is going to be annihilated, right? So if you have plus minus in your league, maybe you want to go with Calgary instead of Anaheim, uh, Calgary or Winnipeg instead of Anaheim or Chicago, right? That's just a disclaimer. So that's Anaheim there. Let's talk about Calgary, okay? Calgary's got some decent options. First off, just... You know, it's Mackenzie Weger needs to be rostered here. Uh, you know, I haven't said that too many times this year, but Mackenzie Weger, definitely get him on your roster this week. He's going to be your peripheral guy. He's, you know, he what a what a debacle season for this guy. I, I hate to see it. I, I really did think that this was a nice situation for him, but he's just been minimized here on this team. He's not on power play one or two. So he's a peripheral guy with a really low offensive ceiling. But they're, you know, Calgary Flames right now, they're six points out of the wild card spot. 
and the teams ahead of them have games at hand. So, so they're going to be, they're going to be going uh, balls to the wall here. They're going all out. So, um, you know, I think, I think Uyghur is a stream. Um, I can't believe he's rostered at 63%. That's insane. So I don't know, whatever. If he, if he's out there, I think you got to add him, but, uh, that the priority add on Calgary to me, not Mackenzie Uyghur, uh, is Mikhail Backlund. I think you got to pick him up. He has, he's not been playing well lately. I think he's gone four games without a point, but the shot totals are up. The deployment is up. It's going to come back, but you know, you know, before these four games, he was, you know, he was on a heater. He was crushing. So he'll get back there again. I think Backlund's the ad. I like Dylan Doobie, the Doobie brother. Stay off the weed. Um, yeah, he would be my next up. Dylan Doobie's getting top line deployment, second power play. Um, you got other guys. Uh, you know, I guess the only other guy I'd really like there is Andrew Eatbread. All right, Mangiapane. Get some delicious bread and balsamic vinegar, olive oil in you. That's, that's how An- Andrew Mangiapane do. But, uh, yeah, he's 33% rostered. He's getting minutes, not really putting a lot of points on the board. Yeah, zero points in his last five games. But he had some points before that. So just a disappointing season overall for a lot of Calgary players, you know, including Jonathan Huberdeau, just just everybody. You know, j- people might be dropping Jonathan Huberdeau at this point, and it makes sense. Like, the, I don't know how he can hold Jonathan Huberdeau right now at this point. And we'll talk a little bit about, you know, strategy and drops and things like that, but... I mean, if you're in the playoffs and you need to win and like this isn't a week to drop Jonathan Huberto, just FYI, but you know, players that have a big name, if you got to boot them the hell off your roster, you do it because there's no tomorrow, right? If you're playing playoffs, uh, you got to win your week or if you're, you know, um, trying to make the playoffs, there is no tomorrow. You, you drop whoever you have to drop it. It, it makes total sense. And, and just keep in mind, I'm talking about weekly leagues. I'm not talking about season-long point leagues, okay? So, you know, if you have no playoffs and you're just a point league, points leagues right to the end, I'm, I'm not, you're not dropping these players, right? But let's carry on. Um, what else? Calgary, uh, yeah, I don't see anybody else. If you want some beefer stuff, you can get uh, maybe Nikita Zadorov, but I, I don't know. I think there's better options than Nikita Zadorov there. Um, he doesn't get, you know, amazing deployment. He does it well in the minutes he gets, but nah, I'm not impressed. Whatever, you can get better beefers uh, on the other team. So let's move on to those other teams. Now let's talk about the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, who the hell are these guys? I, I, <laughs> this, is a, this is a motley crew for sure. Uh, Yahoo shows that as well. It's interesting. Um, so Seth Jones is 61% rostered. Definitely make sure Seth Jones is rostered, right? 61%. Yeah, that, that makes sense. He, he should probably be rostered lower than that, honestly. But make sure he's on. If he's out there, you got to pick him up. Um, he's the only guy that I would say pick up on on Chicago. There's no one else of any offensive acumen here that I would even you know advise you to pick up in a deep deep league. I think you could maybe look at Taylor Radish. You could look at Andreas Athanasiu. Um, good lord. Oh man. Um, <laughs> like I'm making these noises as I look down their roster. Like this is this is slim pickings. So. One guy, I, you know, this is a deep, deep sleeper, all right? This guy, this guy's like Samson. He's in a cave. He's growing his hair. This man's in a deep sleep, but... I'm not tired! Uh, Philip Kurashev. I think he has, he is on the top line. Last three games, look at this deployment. Oh, it's even, yeah, it's even further than that. But last three games, 23 minutes on ice, 20 minutes on ice, and 21 minutes on ice uh, for a total of, you know, one point. Um, but... This, this, this is the guy getting the deployment. Minus 29 on the season. Buddy, you know, thanks for coming out. The good effort. You get a participation ribbon. But Philip Kurashev, you know, I'm talking deep, deep leagues, right? So th- those are your Chicago streamers. It sucks because Chicago could be a team that we could really, you know, take advantage of um, at the beginning of the week here. So, But that's all you got for Chicago. And then let's talk about Winnipeg. They have some better options here. For Winnipeg, you're starting with, well, first off, actually, I've received so many questions on Nikolai Ehlers. Nikolaj. Hmm? Nikolaj, yeah, I said it. Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Not even close. Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Almost Nikolaj. Nikolaj. I feel like I'm saying it. You know what? It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, he's 82% rostered on, on Yahoo, so hopefully he's rostered. He should be rostered. I know it sucks. I know it's terrible. Like, this, this is one of the most frustrating players of the season. For me, too. You know, and it's, look, last game, uh, or the game, sorry, uh, two games ago, he got 10 minutes and 48 seconds. What the hell, man? Like, that's, that's just brutal. That's, um, 
you know, that, that makes no sense. Um, so that's really rough to watch if you're, if you're an Ehlers owner and, you know, I've, I've been advising people to hold them if they can, but I mean, it's, it's crunch time, right? You, you got to do what you got to do. I think Ehlers could be a drop at this point. I mean, I wouldn't suggest dropping him for this, this week. You got to hold him for this week. So actually I'm putting that out there. Anyone asking me about Ehlers, like even with the crap deployment and literally doing nothing on the ice, you got to keep him rostered for this week. You have to. For, these, for this good schedule, all right? We can talk about it. You, this can be your streaming spot for the, for the week after if he does nothing all week. No question. I'm on board. I'll punt him to the curb myself. But for this week, you've got to have Nikolai Ehlers rostered. If somebody dropped him, you got to scoop him up ASAP, okay? That's my bid on Ehlers. Boy, that's been rough, though. Um, yeah, streamers truly start at Neil Pionk. You can pick him up. He's, uh, he's a great perifs guy you know, just on the season, like he's not getting very many points. I mean, he has eight goals. That's not terrible for defensemen, but he's got 110 shots. He's got 134 hits and he's got 94 blocks. All right. On the season. That's great. So cats league, this is a guy you want. Um, you know, it, it he's, he's not going to do anything really offensively for you, but yeah, cats leagues, Neil Pionk, great ad for the week. And then let's start getting into our offensive options. I think it's between Nino Nita Ryder. Yes. It is Ned Niederlander. And Blake Wheeler. My name's Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Uh, both are, to me, great streams for the week. I think, for me personally, in a Cats League, I'm, I'm leaning Nino. And a Points League, I'll probably lean Blake Wheeler. Uh, but they're both kind of in the same tier to me. Nino Niederreiter's had a, a decent start with his new team, but the deployment hasn't been kind of where I want. It's in between, you know, 15 and 17 minutes, that kind of thing, which is fine. But the perifs are there. He's got two assists um, in three games. That's nice. You know, he's getting power play time. So I like Niederreiter a lot. I picked him up in a couple spots. He'll be available. He's only 20% rostered. So that's fine. And then Blake Wheeler is 47% rostered. So a little bit uh, less widely available, but you know, we know what he brings to the table. He'll get you some assists. He'll probably never score a goal again. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just not an exciting, that's not exciting, but I, I don't know. For this week, Blake Wheeler's a great ad. Nino Niederreiter's a great ad. And then for Beefers, I mean, you know, go to another team, really. <laughs> you know, like there's not, you can get Brendan Dillon, really, if you want hits and stuff like that. But, I mean, I'll let you sort of look at that um, on Yahoo, all right? So those are your streamers for those teams, all right? Those four teams have the best schedule. I would prioritize those, those people um, that I've just mentioned here, okay? Um, the next best schedule... Uh, there's three teams uh, with four games and two off nights, all right? So this next tier down, that's the Minnesota Wild, Nashville Predators, and the Ottawa Senators. So Minnesota, I think the conversation starts and ends with John Klingberg. This, this guy... Your son Rip is online toot. Um, it's, a, it's a great move for him for fantasy, for sure. Um, Klingberg just walks onto the top power play there, crushes Kalen Addison, says, Get the hell out of my sight! And rolls on to the top power play with a pretty, you know, deadly, uh, you know, assortment of players. Uh, you know, obviously it's uh, the Kaprasov show. But, yeah, I like the move a lot. Klingberg, um, he played just under 20 minutes in his game tonight. No points, so that's not great. Um, but I, I do think that he's worth the add, especially for this week, right? It's a, you know, it's a good week, four games with two, two off nights, so... Klingberg can be your offensive sort of defenseman. He's not going to bring the perifs, so definitely... Uh, Klingberg in points leagues. He's like an upgraded version of Kalen Addison at this point. Um, other than that, Ryan Hartman, I think, is your is your guy. Hartman in tonight's game, again, 17 minutes, uh, uh, j- sorry, just under 18 minutes, four shots on goal, three blocks. You know, he's bringing the perifs. He's playing with Kaprasov. I think that's a great add as well. And I've, I honestly, uh, like, I, I know I don't need to mention this, but I've seen Matt Boldy dropped in, in a couple leagues here. So if Boldy's out there, you got to get him. You have to get him. Um, he's he's going to be great. I think he's going to finish the season real strong. So um, th- those are obvious to me, but just just make sure that he's not out there on your wire. All right. Um, and maybe maybe uh, yeah maybe I'll I'll give this man a little plug. Have a look at Marcus Johansson. He played 15 minutes, just over 15 minutes here in the game that they played today. And he was playing on that second line. So Joel Erickson Eck and Matthew Boldy and Marcus Johansson. That's not terrible, right? And uh, yeah, he picked up an assist. So that, that could be a little shot in the arm for, for the top six there in Minnesota. Take, take a flyer for sure. If, if, you know, there are much worse guys out there than Marcus Johansson. All right, let's look at Nashville. 
who the hell are these guys? I, I don't, I, I always say this about my man. I'm giving my man Tommy Novak a hard time, all right? That's your guy right there. Tommy Novak, I think, is, is a strong ad if you're going to go Nashville's way. This guy's been putting up a stupid amount of points. What the, what the hell's going on here? He got another assist tonight in uh, the 3-1 win in Chicago. Or, get, yeah, in Chicago. What the hell? I, I don't know. He's, you know, he's getting, his, he's getting some, some offensive time here. And honestly, they're, they, they don't have much going on there in Nashville. So um, the streamers are slim pickings here. I think Novak's your guy. If you want, uh, you know, and also I'll mention Tyson Berry as well. Tyson Berry, a lot of people might have dropped him, you know, once the trade from Edmonton to Nashville here happened. I think you got a roster him for this week. Tyson Berry, you got a roster him. He's getting power play one time. They're going with two defensemen, Roman Yossi and Tyson Berry there. Not that it's so deadly, you know, and he is 72% rostered, so it might be hard to, to pick him up, but... You might have people feeling squirrely dropping Tyson Berry. He probably is, you know, I, I could say probably with confidence he's a drop for the season. But this week, I think Tyson Berry could have some value for you. And then your beefers, yeah, you've got uh, Jeremy Lo- uh, Lozon. This guy crunches people, 188 hits on the season. Um, so, yeah, just keep, keep that man in mind. Sorry, I did forget to mention Cody Glass as well. He's getting some reasonable deployment. Um, you know, and he's put up a few points here and there. So but 1% rostered. What the hell? Come on. There's got to be better guys out there, but that's your Nashville. And then for Ottawa, you know, Jacob Chikrin, I, I know he's, he's, he should be rostered. He's, I think he's 70%, something like that. I'll, let me just, let me check here. Yeah. Chikrin's at 74%. So he's rostered, but if he's not, he needs to be rostered. I've had a couple questions like, do I pick up Chikrin? Like, yeah, hell yeah, you pick up Chikrin. Get him on your roster immediately. Um, but there isn't much else on Ottawa. We're looking at Shane Pinto here. You know, he, he is actually getting some deployment. He had a 20-minute time on ice game the other day. He shoots a lot, and he's, you know, centering the second line. That's not terrible. And then Jake Sanderson uh, as well. His deployment's over 20 minutes. That's what you want to see. Um, I, I, you know, he shoots and he blocks pretty well. He doesn't hit very well. But he's also getting power play two with Jacob Chikrin at this point. So Jake Sanderson could be a speculative, a speculative ad. And that's really it for those teams. Um, moving forward, there are eight teams uh, with four games off. Uh, sorry, four games and one off night. And those teams are Arizona, Buffalo, Carolina, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. I'm not going to go into too deep a detail on those teams here, but let's... Let's look at it a little bit here. So for Arizona, you're looking at Nick Schmaltz. You're looking at Lawson Krause. You're looking at my man, Yuso Valamaki. Yeah, he's a points league guy, but I think he's, he's great to roster. But again, when you have one off night, that, that means, so even just Arizona, let's take them, for example. They play Tuesday against St. Louis. That's uh, the 10-game Tuesday. They play Thursday against Nashville. That's 11 games. And then they play Saturday against Colorado. And then Sunday against Minnesota. So you know, there's a chance you might only get an Arizona player in for one game. And even their top players like Keller, you know, I, I don't, <laughs> it, it might not be worth it. Like if, you know, e- all things equal, like I would take Keller or sorry, I would take Troy Terry over Keller right now, like in a heartbeat, like just like that, right? Even though both teams play four games, those off nights are going to make a big difference this week. So just keep that in mind, right? Yeah, they, they play four games, that, but they only have one off night. There's a chance you might only get one game out of an Arizona player, even with the four games, right? So I'm not going to go into too much detail on these teams, but yeah, that's Arizona. Buffalo, you're looking at Jack Quinn, Victor Olofsson, Owen Power, those type of guys, you know, for beef or stuff, you're looking at Matias Samuelson. Carolina, Seth Jarvis, I think is your man, you're, you know, um, Gostas Bear, is he available? That that might be an interesting stream. I don't know. But again, one off night, right? New Jersey, you're looking at Dawson Mercer. It's the Dawson Mercer show. He's going to play on a line potentially. Uh, you know, he, it, actually, it looks like it's going to be Timo Meyer, Jack Hughes, and Jesper Bratt. My goodness. I just, that's, uh, that's obscene. So, you know, it looks like Mercer might not lose his deployment. So I think that's a nice add. He's got six goals and four assists in his last five games. Sheesh, I love that. New Jersey's flying high right now, and I'm here for it. They're, they're killing it offensively. A lot of good rosterable players on there, Thomas Tatar being one of them. But, you know, Thomas Tatar, one off night. Are you, are you going to add Thomas Tatar for one off night? Ugh, I, don't, I don't like that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my thought there. 
Let's keep it going. Pittsburgh, um, I, they've got four home games, so that's nice. Uh, four Again, four games, one off night. You're looking at uh, Jeff Petrie, Jason Zucker, Brian Rust, you know, Granlin maybe? Ugh. No. Uh, I mean, I would prioritize um, Rust and Petrie, I think, and Jason Zucker. Those are guys that can bring you the most categories and, you know, um, points league stuff. But again, uh, I'm just not, uh, I'm not loving it. San Jose, Slim Pickens, you know, is Hurdle out there. You could pick up Thomas Hurdle. The other guy I like, um, just as a kind of a fun pick, you know, if you if you are way up and you want to just, you know, take a swing, uh, how about William Eklund? He got called up, and it looks like he's going to get prioritized moving forward here in San Jose. He got an assist tonight, I believe. Yeah, an assist on the power play, four shots on goals, one hit, one block. You know, I think it was like 19 minutes of ice time. So, William Eklund, congratulations to you. You're in the big show, my man. Unfortunately, you're on the San Jose Sharks, but that's fine. Um, you know, Logan Couture as well is another guy potentially you can add, but geez, it's it's getting ugly. Let's keep going. St. Louis, I've been fielding a lot of questions on Jordan Cairo, if he's a drop or not. I think it just depends, like we talked about earlier in the show here. If you need to drop these guys, you drop them. Jordan Cairo, thank you for your service. Got to drop you, buddy. Even though you got a four-game week, one off night. See you later. Bye-bye. There are teams that I actually didn't mention here, uh, which I will in a second, but teams with three games that have two off nights. So those teams, I would take any of those players off those teams rather than, you know, kind of a fringy St. Louis guy. Maybe not Jordan Cairo, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, Tampa Bay, you're looking at uh, Anthony Sorelli, Ross Colton. Guys like that, Tanner know even maybe, but um, yeah, not too much I'm excited about there. And then Vegas, if I had to choose some Vegas players, I'd probably look at some some of the new players. Um, um, you got to go out and see if Ivan Barbashev is available. Um, he's, he's, he's been a nice little surprise there. He's not a guy I was super excited about, but they put him right on the top line. And it took him a little while, but, you know, he's got, uh, he had a two assist game in his last and played just under 21 minutes. So if he's going to get that kind of deployment, I think he's an ad, you know, if it makes sense for your team. Like last game, 20 minutes, 51 seconds, two assists, three shots, four hits, three blocks. That's nice. That's a really nice line. Um, So, you know, I like the deployment a lot and he seems to have a bit of chemistry there. So, yeah, I I stand corrected on Ivan Barbashev. I like the deployment. So maybe have a look there. And then um, Braden McNabb is a guy I like just for perifs. If you need that, Alec Martinez for blocks, so on and so forth. Chandler Stevenson is about the most uninspiring fantasy player of all time. And he's 71% rostered. Damn. Well, why don't I drink out of a toilet bowl? I don't know. It's like he, he had a good couple, uh, couple weeks during the season and people jumped on and they never got off. All right. Yeah, he has a cool name. But but what, what the hell are we doing here? Get this man... I don't know. It, it, what, it, it is what it is, right? But um, yeah, I think I like uh, Barbashev the best out of there. And that's what I got to say about it, all right? So let's move on uh, really quickly to uh, the teams that play three games and have two off nights. That is Detroit and Vancouver. So Detroit's got some interesting options. I think I've talked about this uh, a little bit with Nate there, but you're looking at Dominic Kubalik there, Lucas Raymond, David Perron even, probably in that order. You know, for players that you're that you're prioritizing there on Detroit, they're all going to get a boost. You know, having Bertuzzi leave the team and head towards Boston there, and then for Vancouver, you know what I'm going to say, Big Koozie. Oh man, this guy is what well, I just love. This man, he's uh, of course Vancouver comes out and just you know kills it tonight. Thatcher Demko, all world, just crushing the Toronto Maple Leafs. It, what, what's happening here? Like, where where was this? I, I don't know. But um, yeah, Kuzmenko, he's only 52% rostered. You could get him on a... Uh, I would take him over Jordan Kyrou for sure. I might even take Besser over Kyrou. It's just, you know, the, the Canucks are playing light right now. They don't give a crap. Beauvillier, I might look at him. I don't know. Um, so there's some options there, right? So take a look at that. See if it makes sense for your team. Um... Now, let's move on to the worst schedules, all right? And potentially droppable players. Um, The worst schedule, uh, obviously, this week are the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Maple Leafs, all right? And they both play two games with zero off nights. There are a couple of three-game teams that have zero off nights as well, which are going to be tough. I'll mention those really quick. The Colorado Avalanche, Montreal Canadiens, New York Islanders, and the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Seattle Kraken. 
So I'm not going to focus on those teams, but it is going to be tough. It's going to like the good thing is with Colorado, uh, like their top six, I think are good to go even on the busy nights. That's my opinion. But the other teams are a little dicey, like Montreal, the Islanders, Philadelphia, Seattle, like basically all of Seattle's team is droppable. So if you need a streaming spot, they're playing on all the busy nights. Just just kick them to the curb. I, maybe not McCann. McCann is flying right now. My goodness. But yeah, I, I'm, I think those guys are mostly droppable. Philly players, drop them. You know, I think all Philly players are probably droppable this week, need be, if you're holding on to somebody. The Islanders, it's getting a little, you know, you're not dropping Horvat, right? But he's not, This kind of what I thought would happen with Horvat is starting to happen, right? He's not putting the points on the board. He's, he's playing well, but he's not putting the points on the board. He's not as fantasy relevant as he was in Vancouver. And that's something, what he was doing was just unsustainable to me. And that's kind of showing now. So Montreal, any Montreal players you got, Drop them. They're, they're gone. There's no one of value there. But let's talk about Columbus and Toronto because there are some interesting players there where there might be some questions like, do I drop this guy? Do I not? I don't know. So to me, Columbus and Toronto, basically any fringe players on either team, you're probably dropping them, right? So let's talk about Columbus. Um, you know, you're looking at Goudreau and Line there are, are probably the guys you're holding. But again, as I said, if, if you're in a situation where it's win or go home, you might have to drop Patrick Laine. You might have to drop Johnny Gaudreau, right? And this kills me. This kills me to say, but if you can't afford to keep Boone Jenner on your team, and I always recommend that, but if you have to, you punt him off your roster. You get him the hell out of there. Boone Jenner, thank you, my man, for being such a beauty all season, but... You know, I gotta, I gotta, I got some money to win. I gotta win my my matchup here. So, Boone Jenner is a drop if you need to. It's it's not it's a no brainer, right? Uh, you can't hold a guy that with two games um, on these busy nights. You're just gonna be taking zeros. So it doesn't make sense, you know. So any fringe player, Boone Jenner included, and even Line a or Goudreau on Columbus, like if you have to drop them, you drop them. Like, and as long as you're getting value for the person you're picking up, as long as you're getting games played on those off nights, that's really key. All right. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Let's get to biz. All right. Um, let's carry on. Let's talk about Toronto. All right. Some droppable players on Toronto. Again, it's the same situation, although you really... The top guys in Toronto, you're not dropping. There's no question on that. You're you're not dropping, you know, the the top players there. It's a little bit different in Columbus, right? Like Line and Goudreau, they just haven't they, they haven't lit the world on fire this year, right? So, you know, it, it's a lot different. Like we're we're talking about Austin Matthews, William Nylander, Marner, you know, these, these guys, you're not dropping anybody. Taveras, you're not dropping. Morgan Riley, ooh, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would drop Morgan Riley this week. I'm I'm and again. This is, there's a caveat on this. I'm not telling you to drop these players, but I'm saying if you have to, like playoffs is the time. You got to get ruthless, right? You got to make hard decisions, right? So dropping Morgan Riley, I, you know, I, 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 I don't think I would do it, but I understand if he did, right? It doesn't make sense. So now after Morgan Riley, then we're looking at the more comfortable drops, right? Like Michael Bunting, probably a drop. Bunt, B-U-N-T. Ryan O'Reilly. You know, he was injured in the game tonight, so we'll have to check that out. He took a shot off the hand, it looked like. My fingers hurt. Oh, well, oh. now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. Hmm. Anybody else's fingers hurt? He could be a drop, right? And he hasn't done much. Like, Ryan O'Reilly, you screwed all of us, buddy. You got a hat trick in your third game with the Leafs, and then you've done jack squat, all right? Um, Fantasy-wise, all right? <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly is a beauty player. There's no question there, and he's a great pickup for the Leafs. But, buddy, you know, we're talking fantasy hockey, and you, you just, he, he basically bought himself like 10 games of donuts right now. 10 games of zeros by getting four points in one game. Like, you know, in Toronto, right? We're just like, oh, this, this man's a, yeah, he's, you know, he's playing. Look at his line mates. He's going to get a hat trick every night. No. All right, he, he, he'll probably go back to Ryan O'Reilly of St. Louis, but we'll all be holding him, holding out for that hat trick again, and I don't think that's going to happen. So I think Ryan O'Reilly can be a drop. Eric Gustafson, new defenseman in Toronto, he's a drop. Get, get him out of your sight. He played 15 minutes tonight. He's going to be irrelevant out there for fantasy. So get him out of there. Um, 
anybody else. Just just gone, all right? So that that's my take on those there. I do want to quickly talk about um, some strategy here. And then we'll we'll call it a we'll call it a a, a pod here. But um, first, some strategy. I think honestly, the long stream is probably the way to go this week. And that long stream means you've got either one streaming spot or two streaming spots, and you pick up a player like uh, an Anaheim player, a Troy Terry, Zegris if he's there. I mean, geez, but Troy Terry, Mason McTavish. Cam Fowler for Calgary. Again, you're looking at Backlund. You're looking at uh, the Doobie brother, Dylan Doobie. Um, it's a tough week for stream strategies, right? Because all the, because the off games are really important. And if you need to win this week, we got to do what we got to do, right? If you're tinkering just for the playoffs, then we would do a fully different strategy, which we talked about, all right? So again, we're just focusing on winning this week. If you need any personalized help, though, just hit me up in the Discord uh, or on Twitter, and I'm going to get back to you ASAP, all right? So with Anaheim, let's start there. Might be hard to get the Tuesday game in, as we said, so you might have to bench a player there, but it'll be worth it for the three off nights for the rest of the week, right? Busy nights need to be avoided this week as it's pretty heavy. So again, uh, long stream, I'd pick up an Anaheim player or a Calgary player. And again, with Calgary, it's similar, but they play Monday, Tuesday instead of Tuesday, Wednesday, like Anaheim. So you can start the game off with a with a game or start the week off with a game, right? So that's kind of nice. So if you really, if you did have some spots on Tuesday, then you could start doing some some different kind of things. Like you could pick up a Calgary player for Monday, then you could drop him, and then on Tuesday pick up a Anaheim player and get a back to back there. So you know you could probably get five games uh, by streaming that way. But I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty on that because. I don't think a lot of people are going to have the spot available on those busy nights. If we're talking Chicago, Chicago has the best start to the week, but their streamers stink, right? Is that irony? Is that is that the definition of irony? If you find someone worth rostering there, all right, they play Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So all the, they start the week off just by playing all the off nights, right? Then you can stream anybody you want in for the Sunday, right? So that's one move for three games if you pick a Chicago player up, and then uh, and two moves for four games because you get the Sunday, right? So that that's why streaming is a little bit harder this week. But again, Chicago has nobody. I really wouldn't, you know, suggest anybody there besides Seth Jones. So if you can get Seth Jones for Monday, that's a win, right? That's a big win, right? So if he's out there, I, I would prioritize that ad. But again, it has to make sense for your team, right? Do you need defense, right? What's your format? Are, you know, are perifs important? Because Jones isn't going to get a ton of points. And lastly, Anaheim and Calgary, I think, need to be prioritized this week, Uh because they are the only Friday-Sunday teams. They dodge that Saturday. And this might be a week where you grab one of those players at the beginning, like I said, and just leave them for the week as long as they are performing reasonably. Then you save your other ads for injuries or potential must-ads because, yeah, the trade deadline just ended. Last week was insane. So everything's still settling, right? We're still getting data points on these players and and how they're going to be deployed. Are they going to get power play, right? Let's look at their advanced stats. Are they getting you know, scoring chances? Are they, you know, what are their zone rushes like? We're like, it's just, there's lots of different things you can look at here. So the strategy is a little bit different this week. I'm not going to get into it too much because I think the main thing with strategy is get players that play on the off nights, especially those light nights that we talked about, which are the Wednesday, the teams that play on the Wednesday, Vancouver, Detroit, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Chicago, Anaheim. And then on the Friday, Uh, There's only two games. It's Calgary, Anaheim, Florida, Chicago. All right. That is all I got to say for this. Um, You know, I was going to do some waiver wire ads and drops. And you know what? What the hell? Let's get into it. So the top waiver ads over the last 24 hours. Number one, Dmitry Orlov. Um, You know, I, I don't agree with this necessarily. I mean, obviously, he's playing well. I've talked about this at length. Like, you know, since his time in Boston, he's got... Eight points. Good goodness. I just, oh man. Um, I, it's not sustainable. In my opinion, you know, he's a depth defenseman. He started off hot, but it's going to regress back to the mean. I mean, take a flyer for sure. He's 51% rostered. Makes sense to add. Chicago has a lot of games played, uh, you know, over a lot of people's playoff weeks, week 22 to 24. Um, Boston has 12 games there, right? With only one off night. Keep that in mind. But, you know, can you fit Dimitri Orlov in, especially when he you know, eventually goes cold and goes back to sort of the player that Dmitry Orlov is like throughout his season or throughout his career. 
So that's that's my take there, but he's your number one ad. Jonas Corposalo is number two. I picked him up in a couple spots. Um, he got the win tonight in LA. I love that. Um, two goals against in 24 shots. So Corposello is a nice ad. The only issue there is, you know, is it going to be a timeshare with Phoenix Copley? Copley's played admirably this year. So we need to see how things shake out there in LA. But I think it's worth an ad. Take a flyer on Corposello. If you can if you can do it, I think um, you know, he's the he's the superior option to Copley. Um, if I had to choose. The other option there is Matt Murray. I think he was just streamed in for the game tonight. Samsonov is the guy there in Toronto currently. So uh, Murray took the L tonight too, so that didn't really work out. Number four is Dawson Mercer. Yeah, we talked about this guy. He's flying high right now. He's on the, you know, potentially the number one line. He had a 10-shot game last game, uh, you know, against Vegas. What the hell? Um, yeah, this guy's a beauty. So I think Mercer is a is a great ad. He's still only 57% rostered. So get, get him on your lineup. Makes sense. Klingberg. 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 The Klingon. Um, he's the next one down. I, I like the ad. He didn't get great deployment tonight, but he is getting power play one. Um, he's going to be like a Tony D'Angelo or even like a Kalen Addison upgrade, but kind of a similar player. Very offensive uh, points league guy, mostly, right? He's not going to bring the perifs. Cam Talbot was next down. They, you know, I'm sure he was added for the game tonight against Columbus, which he won. That's great. Jonathan Quick is the next one down as well. And uh, I like that ad. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I think I, I'm not as uh, bullish on Jonathan Quick as I would be on Corpus Allo, just because I think Aiden Hill has been playing well. And Quick, you know, he's on the end of his career here. Like, he's played terribly this year. What, I mean, he's going to a better situation in Vegas, but we'll see. I mean, I think Vegas is just going to go with the hot hand, but they're going to lean towards Aiden Hill, I would think, because of kind of the work he's put in so far. Next one down, Jeff Petrie. I like the ad, especially for this week coming up. So if you picked up Petrie here, you can just hold him for the next week because, yeah, Pittsburgh has a reasonable schedule, um, or at least they have a lot of games, right? And we mentioned what Petrie does. He, you know, he scored a couple goals the other night. He, he brings the perifs on the daily. I like that. And then uh, the last one I want to talk about, Rasmus Sandin. This is, a, this is an interesting player um, for sure. Um, he was on the top power play in Washington Today, they won 8-3. to three. My goodness, they crushed San Jose. He got three assists and one of them on the power play. Three hits, one block. He played over 20 minutes. He might get a run here in Washington. So he's 14% rostered. I think that's going to be higher tomorrow. Definitely take a look at him. I think if he's out there, you got to have a strong look and see if it makes sense for your team. He's a great player. Now let's move on to the top drops. First one, Philip Hronick. Yeah, people did not give. They they just they just ripped through this man to the curb. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I can't really disagree with it. He's out. You know, he's got an upper body injury. He's going to be out for two weeks. Certainly, if you don't have an IL spot, this guy's like smell you later, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm interested. I mean, if you have an IL spot, and you don't need it. Why why, why drop him? I, I don't understand. Let's let's see what he does when uh, when he gets to Vancouver. But he might be gone for your whole playoffs anyway. So whatever. Um, yeah, I, I haven't even given my thoughts on that trade. I'm not going to do it now. Yeah, um, Adam Larson was next uh, next on the list here. That's an interesting drop. You know what I said? Seattle has a stinky schedule next week, so I, I don't mind the drop at all. But Larson's been good this year. Um, you know, in category leagues for sure, he's been crushing. His deployment is great. I'm not sure I understand the drop. I mean, certainly if you're looking for points, he's got one assist in like I don't know 12 games. So offensively, he's he's been pretty stinky. Makes sense. Um, Next one down, Joseph Wall. Yeah, uh, he's he was sent down to the Marlies. So yeah, makes sense to me. Get out of my sight. Eric Gustafson, strong drop. He's not going to do anything on Toronto. He's not going to be fantasy relevant in this point. Um, Thomas Tatar dropped. Um, yeah, I I, I I would be with that. I mean, like I said, they have New Jersey has four games and one light day next week. So you might only get one game out of Thomas Tatar. So um, the drop makes sense. You know, he's getting decent deployment and he's scoring. But yeah, I think it's, 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 a, it's a reasonable drop. Ryan O'Reilly is the next one down. A lot of people had the same idea I had. So, you know, um, we'll see what the, how the injury shakes out. I think he's a droppable player, especially with this week coming up. Matthias Ekholm. People dropping them like it's lukewarm. Um, you know, they picked them up and then they dropped them. I don't know. I guess people were waiting for the other shoe to drop and see who got the power play there in Edmonton. It's Evan Bouchard, who actually played pretty well and got some minutes tonight. So, yeah, Ekholm is, 
He's he's a peripheral guy. He's a defensive defenseman who doesn't even get that that well. Uh, doesn't even do that well with perif. So yeah, easy drop. Ryan Graves, the next one down. Easy drop. Um, and then uh, Anti Ranta is the drop. He was picked up for his game, and then people are kicking him to the curb. So, anyways, that's it for your top ads and drops. Um, yeah, that, that's it for the uh, week twenty one streaming show. Please reach out to me on Twitter. Any questions? Uh, get in the Discord. Like I said, I will give you personalized um, uh, analysis. I'll look at your team. I'll figure out what your format is. I'll see when your playoffs are. And uh, yeah, I'll just chat with you and try and get you what you need. I want to get as many people that are listening to this. I want to help you guys win. I want to get you in the money. I want to make sure that, uh, yeah, you know, the the faith you put in me, the time you put into listening to this podcast, I want to make that worthwhile. So I'm really committed to that. So hit me up. That's what I want. That's what I want to uh, do for you guys. Anyways, that's week 21. Thank you so much for your time, everybody. And uh, we got a big guest tomorrow. I'm going to keep it a secret for now, but um, I'm excited about it. This guy's going to bring a ton of value to you. We're going to talk about um, players' first impressions on their new teams and kind of talk about rest of season value, any sneaky ads, any players that benefit from players leaving, all that stuff. So tune in. I'm going to record that tomorrow and release it the next day. But that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.